Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, my soul sibling. I've been using that term a lot lately. It's just fun. We really are soul siblings. We all have known each other for a very long time, even before coming here to Earth. And um, so I do. I feel like you're all my soul siblings. Well, today I wanted to tackle a subject that seems to come up a lot. And I see a lot of different spiritual teachers um, teaching different things about what, well, I'm just calling it the light worker diet, the light worker's diet. Now, I am big on, you know, it's not one thing for all. It really, I truly don't believe that. And it really, people seem to go extreme one way. It's all this and none of that or the other way. It's just, I just kind of wanted to shed some light on you, you know, what you might, what your body might be needing from you, what it might not be needing from you, and kind of letting you just kind of get your own perspective on what it is that your body needs. So I follow different spiritual teachers, several, and consider them all mentors of mine. I have met some in person. I have worked with some personally. Some, and I'm not going to name names here, but some big names that a lot of people have heard of. And some of them are very adamant on uh, if you're going to do this work, if you're a sensitive, or you're going to do this work at all, or I'm just going to say, just be your amazing light worker self. We are all here as a light worker. I believe that we are all made of that light, God's light. And it's to really fill us up, whatever we need to fill ourselves up so that we can shine brighter. And that includes what we are putting in our bodies. So one of the mentors that I followed for years, and I still do, I respect this person, I look up to this person, but I don't agree with everything this person says. And I tell everyone, even listening to me, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. We are all here as unique beings. There is not one way fits all. But this one mentor of mine was very, is very adamant still that, um, that you do not consume any animal products, basically that you're vegan. Now, I was vegan for two years, strict, strict vegan. And then I, I, you know, I honestly just did not feel that good. And I, people will say, oh, you probably weren't eating correctly as a vegan. Oh, yes, I was. I followed all the, the, the nutritional tips and I was a vegan and I was getting my protein. I was getting everything that I needed as a vegan. But I didn't feel good. I really didn't. I struggled for those two years. I would just, I felt, I just didn't feel that great. So I switched to vegetarian. So I told myself, okay, I'm going to go vegetarian. I can be okay with eating certain products from animals, but I'm going to just buy products that are um, from sources that treat their animals with respect because you can find those, those items. And so I started eating vegetarian. I was vegetarian for probably another year, maybe longer. 
Now, one thing that this mentor talks about is that not only it's going to affect you physically by eating these products, animal products, and that's just not one thing that this, this mentor talks about. There's other things, but that it won't, it won't just affect you physically, but that it will, how do I use, the, what's the term I want to say? It will make your abilities less spectacular. I don't know. I just can't come up with the right word, but it will affect your ability so that you can't, you're not as clear as when you aren't eating animal products. So something that I have found over the years as I was vegan and then I was vegetarian and now I am back to um, eating regular, just I basically kind of follow the paleo lifestyle, a diet lifestyle. I don't even like to call it a diet because it's not even a diet. You get to eat all the time. But when I was vegetarian for that year or two, I still was like, man, I just don't feel, hmm, I'm struggling to keep my health. And I really had moved past any kind of energetic things. I knew I was very good at protecting myself energetically. And it wasn't that I was drained or fatigued or didn't feel good because I was taking on other people's stuff because I really had gotten to a place where I could, I know everyone's on their own life destiny and it's none of my business. So I'm good at letting that go. I don't get involved in people's stuff anymore. I can help them, but I don't take it on. I'm not here to save them. So I knew, all right, I need to do something, and I was asking the, uh, uh, my guides and angels and God, please, you know, I need guidance. I really want to feel good. I, I do my hot yoga. I work out. I, at the time, felt I was eating what I needed to eat. I was taking care of myself, and I still just was not where I felt I should be physically. Well, I did get the message, and I honestly don't remember if it was a meditation or just a thought, just that, oh, and I think it was actually, I started craving red meat. Now, that was very strange because I had issues. I didn't want to eat meat because anything, anytime you see anything about an animal being tortured or, oh, my God, it's just, that was it. I couldn't eat it because, and, and some of my friends, and I love them and respect them, they are doing what they need to do for them. Um, a lot of them are really, will post pictures of animals and saying how um, emotionally distraught they are going to the slaughterhouse and all. I get it. I think those that probably can happen and does happen to lots of animals, and, but I'm not sure I, it happens for all of them. I mean, do we know? I don't know. So when I got the message, uh, start eating meat, I was on a road trip. I'll never forget. And I was with a friend. They were driving and it was kind of like sunset driving across the Midwest and I was in the passenger seat just gazing out the window and I remember it was a little hazy or rainy or something. I just remember it was a little dark out, but it, the sun wasn't down yet. It was just a lot of cloud coverage. Now, anytime I would come up on a cattle truck driving down the highway, my, I mean, my heart was in my stomach. I would just like, oh my God, those poor things. This was something that I had taken on, this, this stuff. And right after I got that message of it's time to start eating meat. And I, let me just add to real quick. It does make a difference what blood type you are. If you've ever heard of the blood type diet, our bodies are certain. We are certain blood types need certain nutrients. I am O positive and I, that are, those are the carnivores. Those are the ones that need meat. 
Okay, so here I was depriving my body of what it needed. And yeah, you can get protein from other sources, but my body needed meat. So back to my story, gazing out the window, see one of these trucks coming up, and I went, okay. I have learned over the years, I tell people this all the time, I said, I can teach you to see things through God's eyes. Okay, our ego will be trying to tell us the tr what it we believe is our truth, which all these years, I'm like, oh my God, these poor animals are suffering, they're scared, they're riding this truck, they don't know where they're going. I had these big, I had all these stories in my head. And I came up to this, uh, I saw this truck coming, I said, okay, it's time to turn this around and it's time to, I want to see what God has to tell me about this. So when I say God, it is God, but also angels come forward and I just, I said, all right, God, I, when we come up to this truck, because we were going to pass it, I said, I want to know, I want to feel what those animals are feeling. I want to feel it and I want to know what it is. So we got up beside the truck and you know that little fear of me like, oh God, can I look, can I actually look over there and stare at these animals in the face? <laughs> this is how traumatizing it was for me to even, oh, like feel what they were feeling. But I said, whoop, nope. And I erased all that. And I went to, you know, when you meditate, you actually learn you can just, your mind is blank, 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 blank. I'm in a, I'm in blank slate and God can show me. And so I took a big deep breath the closer I got and I relieved myself from all the stress and all that um, anxiety that was building from my own thoughts. I let it go. And I said, I am open to you showing me whatever it is. Like I didn't know if it was going to be bad or good. So we got right next to the truck and that you could start seeing like what kind of animals it was. And it was um, cows. It was cattle. And there was one. I I, I kid you not, it was looking through a hole right at me. We locked eyes. It was chewing. It looked like straw or grass or something, whatever they had in their fork because it was hanging out of its mouth. And it was chewing and looking at me. And I just, I'm not kidding. All of a sudden I heard, boy, this tastes so good. Like that's, I know it sounds crazy. All I heard was, oh, this tastes so good. I did not feel any tension, distress. I honestly felt that that cow was enjoying a meal and had no clue what was going on or where it was going. So since that day, I have really let go of my own beliefs of what every animal is feeling because it's, I don't believe it's true. It's just like us saying like every soul here as a human is feeling the same thing. That is not true. And the reason I wanted to share this with you today is just another example of if we get out of our stories and what we've decided things mean or how things are, because you know that's just trying to control everything. If we get out of our stories, no matter what it is, for me it was talking to a cow that day, but whatever your story is, get out of it saying, God, show me through your eyes what's really going on here. Now, if he would have shown me um, this cow that was terrified and looked at, I probably wouldn't have eaten meat again. Who knows? But because he showed me that, look, they're here. This cow is serving a purpose. And maybe that cow, <laughs> I might make a lot of people pissed off here if you're vegan, but maybe that cow's purpose was to come and feed some of the light workers here. Maybe that's its purpose. 
I was also reminded after this, so after this happened, um, I actually started eating meat again. I did not have a problem with it. I craved it, and the more I ate it, the more I needed it, the more I wanted it. And I have felt fantastic ever since I began eating meat again. And I really did, I really kept getting the message about paleo, that that's the, the way I needed to follow. And to, to uh, top all, all this off, I went to a chiropractor who does um, allergy testing, but he uses some, this Eastern medicine type of, this machine. I don't know what kind of machine this was, but it was pretty amazing. And he tests, you know, environmental allergies, but also, um, you know, food allergies. And he said, he, he, it took a while. And first of all, I'm allergic to a lot, but I'm not surprised. I kind of knew that. I'm allergic to, I was allergic to every tree, every grass, every mold, every animal, except for horses, but I'm allergic to hay. <laughs> um, but the foods, <laughs> I was allergic to beans, um, rice, trying to think what else, um, grains, wheat, all grains. I was allergic to everything I'd been eating for three, four years. And he, I said, well, what am I not allergic to? And he said, meat and vegetables. And I just started laughing. And I said, well, there's my validation. I've been hearing whatever, the guidance, and I'm supposed to go paleo. And that's basically what paleo eats, someone who's eating paleo. So I let go of all of those preconceived ideas and notions. And I, it's just one area where I thought, I don't agree with people that, you know, here, if you're vegan, hey, great, be vegan, do what you need to do. Yes, bring awareness to animals being tortured or not treated well. Do that. That's what you, you know, if that's your calling, do that. I am all, I'm so against that. I don't want animals, you know, tortured or treated poorly, especially the ones that came to allow me to live healthier. And I watched a, a session on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah, and she was talking to a gentleman um, about animal rights. And um, he said, there are ranchers and farmers and there are people who live their life and raise these cattle or these animals for human consumption, but they they raise them with the expectation of the this animal will only have one bad day in its life so they get to live a beautiful life cage free grazing in the hills and they have one bad day it's the day and then i think okay is that a bad day they're actually going home their soul's going back to heaven so it's kind of like i'm hoping i can kind of make you see things a little differently here maybe or at least Yes, we do have to take care of the animals and stand up for them because they don't have a voice. But, you know, another thing I was reminded of when I was in this struggle of going back to eating meat. I was taken back to a past life when I was Native American, and we did eat meat. That's, we ate a lot of meat. But we, we thanked the animals. They were... You know, some we we thanked the animals. We prayed over them. We we understood the sacrifice, and we were grateful for that. And so it really did bring it back home to me that um, that's what I do now. And I kind of had gotten away from that. I really do give thanks for the animal that is helping me to live healthier. 
I thank them for their sacrifice, and I even use that word. That's just for me. I thank them as I enjoy my meal, and then I picture them, you know, dancing with the angels, whatever it is, you know, laying on the hills, the green grassy hills up there, whatever it is they're doing, this beautiful space. And one thing that has happened is meat, eating meat has not affected my abilities whatsoever. In fact, they might be better because I'm healthier. I can vibrate higher because I feel stronger and healthier. Now, this isn't for everyone. If you don't need meat, don't eat meat. If you feel good and you're vegan or vegetarian, then feel good. Eat that. But I'm really this all or nothing, and everyone should be doing this, and everyone should be doing that. That is really getting under my skin. So I had to share it today. I wanted to let some of you feel maybe, or let you off the hook. If you've been feeling guilty about something, or, oh my gosh, well, I don't feel good, but I don't want to eat animals because I, you know, so-and-so said they're all being treated terribly or that they're, um, you know, we're just not supposed to. It's going to affect us. One thing with paleo is uh, you you buy grass-fed meat. And I already ate all organic anyway, but the grass-fed meat, now that I'm eating meat, I mean, I really go to grocery stores that have uh, the the meat that, first of all, they have not been given all of the, um, oh, the chemicals, the antibiotics, and all that junk, enhancers, or whatever you call them, and that, you know, and I do read the labels of, okay, where were they, how were they treated? A lot of them will say how the animal, you know, whether it's cage-free eggs and or whatever. I read all of that and that's what I purchase. All right. So that's the light worker diet. I just <laughs> there isn't a light worker diet. Like that's what this was all about. I want you to know, listen to your body. If you know your blood type, maybe look up blood type diet and see what it is that you're supposed to be eating. It does make a difference. Huge difference. Realize this is not the first time you've been here. I know some of you, I can hear you already. Oh, yes, it is. I've never been here before. I don't know what she's talking about. I have a friend that says it all the time, yet I, she has all these patterns from past lives that she's repeating. But she just says, nope, I haven't been here before. And that's okay. That's just what she needs to believe. But past lives, a lot of them, if you were Native American, guarantee you ate meat. And you were okay with it. And you um, sought it out. You craved it. Your, you, your body needed it. Just let go of all of the stories that you've been telling yourself because it's all the stuff you've been hearing okay just be you and if you are one way or another I eat meat I don't push it on anyone else I don't say you should eat meat or you're gonna feel like crap forever when I was vegan I did not push that on anyone I did what was right for me all right that's it I'm gonna quit rambling about this um, now when I say light worker diet this is just I just wanted to bring this up about what you're putting in your body uh, there's much more to the light worker diet. It's it's energy, it's people in your life, it's your thoughts, but at least we covered a lot of the foods that you could, you know, what you're putting in your body and how it can be affecting you or not. All right. Thanks for listening. Um I will talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.